Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes. Yes. I can't hear. Nurse? I can hear. My name is Tim McKernan and welcome to the Tim McKernan Show. That's Jackson Burkett. That was my text. Blowing up. Oh, yeah. Now we're good. Now we're good. Well, we're not on? Oh, we're on. Okay. The, the, I didn't switch the cameras over, but now we are. Pisses me off. Gotta get better. I wonder if producer Joe will come out of retirement. Text Bill real quick. <laughs> uh, Jackson, uh, three straight days without a QFTA. How's that treat you? You well, know, yeah. well, you know, it's nice to recharge the batteries. Go to Memphis to do so. Yeah, we've done one every business day. I know. So that's got to be The streak continues. Yeah. So every business day we've done it. Uh, we've avoided federal holidays. But doing it last Friday was kind of an upset, so uh, glad to be back. Always good to be back. We are uh, in uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash TMASTL, but you can always listen to this. Uh, Tim McKernan Show uh, by the Tim McKernan Show podcast feed, which is separate from the TMA podcast feed and the yep. Balloon Party podcast feed. I actually don't know. They're, they're, those are three separate podcast feeds, is that correct? Correct. Uh, but Pepper and Genie somehow, like a parasite, got onto the TMA one. Well, that was, and that infuriated audience members. Is that the deal? I don't follow everything. Well, you know, with something like Pepper and Genie, you wanted to kind of test drive it a little bit first. Right. And then... Uh, you know, if it proves to be really an asset, then you turn it into its own podcast view, its own podcast art. Uh, and sometimes the hosts aren't as committed as some of the listeners. And I uh, felt there's so point to the to the test theory. Otherwise, we'd have just this Prepper and Genie podcast feed out there. Prepper and Genie, you called it. Yeah, uh, floating out in the universe. So it was probably best that it was on the TMA feed. Okay, well, I, th- th- here's what we got. This is a separate podcast feed. The Tim McKernan Show is. TMA is a separate podcast feed, and Balloon Party is separate, mm-hmm. so three. But all can be found on the TMA app. Got it. There it is. All right, so there it is. And, of course, we're on YouTube. You can go back and watch it anytime you want. We had a uh, sales meeting um, that just got over with, so that's why we're not at the traditional 11.15. Tomorrow we won't be either because I have a sound story. Thursday we might be able to be... And Friday, I have a sound story, so that will not be happening. So anyway, there is your update for QFTA, and I have a doctor's appointment, Jackson, at 1.15, and i got to get out of here like at 12.40, so that's 21 minutes. What I was telling Jackson before we started this thing up is the daily QFTAs are playing well with the people. I was starting to, well, I wasn't starting to one. I just wondered in general if it would not be good to do them every day, but it seems like they're kind of gaining traction. And I get emails from people saying they really like the QFTA daily. I'm happy to do it. If the people like it, I'm there. So with that all said, uh, I got a bunch in my email, but I got one for you here. Oh, nice. And it's about television, and it's about one of the most famous shows of all time. Cool. So this is going to engage you. Yeah, I'm already considering me engaged. Uh, it's The Sopranos. Celebrating 25 years. And so it was playing on HBO, whatever station. I don't know. There's a variety of HBOs. 
and I hadn't heard this theory before, and I literally watched the final episode probably for the third or fourth time last night, and I have such an appreciation for that final episode. So much more so than when it actually occurred. You probably weren't watching when it occurred. It'd be odd Mm -hmm. if you were. You were nine. Yep. But, I mean, I just, it's like, I don't even know how, it's... It's so bold while also being literally nothing. Like, it's it's such a choice. But I remember when watching it, because you know the show's coming to an end. You're, like, watching the clock. Yep. And it, unlike now, when people stream and binge, and then it's like, don't say anything. Don't, the whole country, this is kind of an outdated thing with live sports, for example. It's the only thing that's like this. Yeah. Everybody's watching it at the same time. It's pre-Twitter. I guess Facebook was certainly around, but it wasn't like, it was. you didn't have the social media thing. And so truly, people thought their cable went out when it happened. But here is my question for you, and I made this observation, and I, and I, I want to get the script right. Um, let's see. Yeah. So in the final episode, if you were to rewatch the final approximately ten minutes of that episode, this is a theory. And I know, I know. Let me, let me tell you something. Is it Jackson? Am I on yeah, camera one or my camera two? Camera right Thank here. you. This is a moment for myself because the other five hours aren't. Yeah, that's altruism. Thank you. That's finest. <laughs> I know for a portion of you, for whatever reason, and someday we'll psychoanalyze it. If I say I like something or I say I like someone, it will be a very bold and proud and courageous moment for you to go on a Facebook page and say you don't like it and poke holes in it. And I'm moved by that. I'm moved by how much I am inside of you, and I want to be inside of you more. But just because I'm offering up this opinion, you don't need to start a thread condemning it. Hmm. You'll still be courageous. Right. You just- can privately contact me with this if you'd like. That was a moment for me. Yeah, yeah. Glad we got to it. Thank you. I'm not saying this is the case. In reality, we're talking about a television show, and we will never have the answer. However, last night I'm watching the program by myself. My wife's upstairs. She wants it and she wants it bad. And what woman wouldn't? And by wants it, she wants to watch Peaky Blinders. Just outstanding television even more so, yeah. And I said, I got 10 more minutes left in this episode. And she goes, you've watched it before. And I said, I know, but I've been watching like the last two seasons. I'm almost, just, just woman, stop it. Right. That's what I said. I said, woman, stop it. Right. Give me 10 minutes. So then I go up there and I go, I got to tell you, I just noticed something. And, and I figured she did kind of like the shit she hears on the show. She was listening to balloon party today, which was like, holy, when I said something about her, uh, and I'm like, Oh, she knew that show existed, (laughs) but, uh, I figured she'd just roll her eyes about it. Kind of like, I'm like, Oh, the Zellerese. And I introduced it to her. She goes, Wow. That's kind of interesting. I said, holy shit, if I can win you over. Mm-hmm. So I want to make this clear. This is a theory, and I'm curious, number one, if you've ever heard it before, and then number two, if you buy into it. Sure. Can't wait. I think this is the final scene before the journey starts playing. Don't stop believing. And I know their journey, but as in the scene where the journey music starts playing. Start a thread. 
Carmella is in there talking with AJ. And was it Rhiannon? Rihanna? Rhiannon? Rihanna? He got the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I believe they blew up his ex Tara. That's correct. <laughs> they did. Yeah, in the forest. Right. I do I, oh, and I barked it on leaves. <laughs> and says, um, hey, we're going to Holston's for dinner tonight. Onion rings. That's right. Uh, and then he said, oh, I thought you were, and he says some Italian dish, and I don't want to say it because you've already revealed yourself earlier today to be anti-Italian with your controversial Nick Sirianni balloon party yeah. coming out party. Just wait till Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he says, I thought you were making something I can't pronounce. My wife, sure. if she's watching, she'll go in the YouTube chat and correct me, uh, as an Italian American. And she goes, uh, no, we're going to Holston's. Okay. That happens. Oh, I kind of, I kind of have an idea. Of oh, really? All right. I'm very interested. I'm very uh, interested. I'm very interested. While she's saying that, they show her looking at, the beach house and the redesign of that was her latest investment project. Mm-hmm. And she's looking down and it's, I, I believe it was their hideout while the thing with Phil right. Leotardo was going on to the mattresses, to the mattresses. Exactly right. That was to the mattresses. It's on the ocean, I guess in Jersey. Hell, I don't know. I White doubt it was the Hamptons. Okay. Yeah. So then from there, after she's looking at that and tells AJ, they're going to Holston's. She goes out and Tony's out there and he's just kind of looking around. And it must be the winter because there's no no mm-hmm. foliage mm-hmm. on the trees. Mm-hmm. And I guess he knows he might be going into the poke and he might just be taking it in mm-hmm. because he knows he just found out there's an 80 to 90% chance he's going to get indicted. Full circle with the ducks. Thank you. Yep. Nicely done. And Carmella walks out there and says, well, the consensus is Holston's. Oh, wow. It's like you were in my bed last night. You fucked my wife. Anytime we can squeeze that in there. Absolutely. It's a podcast well done. Thank you. And I, listen, I've obviously watched it multiple times, but I hadn't watched that full episode in I don't know how long. And I thought, well, that's a, that isn't what happened. There wasn't a Meadow wants to go to Holston's, AJ wants to go to Holston's. It was the Carmella. consensus, it was Carmella telling AJ... And then telling Tony the consensus, because how did whoever did the whacking, member, members only or otherwise, know that they were going to be there? Now, of course, theoretically, they could have had them tailed, but that was never really addressed. No, it was not. But yet, he was there. Whoever was there, whoever it was, whether it was members only or somebody else. And so you go, well, why would she have that go down that way? Well, she's looking with pride as AJ's sitting there giggling and acting like a normal, I don't know how old he was supposed to be. Yeah, early 20s. Yeah. Has a girlfriend, has a job. He's starting to work as a production assistant on some Mm -hmm. movie. Meadow, about to get married to uh, Patty Parisi's uh, son. son. He's going into law. They just Mm -hmm. had a nice little family thing. They got together with the parents. Yep. And she might actually not be pro bono or whatever the hell you call that, not for profit. Right, right. And, doing like the and make like 170 base to start. Oh. And she has her investment and she just sold the famous spec house. A lot of people didn't like the spec house. A lot of people talking about the spec house. There's a lot of problems with the spec house. Adriana may, may or not have been there. Who knows? Right. We love but then it. she's got the other one. Yeah. And now she's got that. 
Everything's kind of taken care of. Ducks are in a row. Ducks. Thank you. Did Carmella have Tony Wackett? You, you lay out a hell of a case there. And I'm not, ma- I'm, clear, I'm not making out a case. And I look forward to the Courageous Threads. <laughs> Might be the title of today's podcast. Courageous, courageous. Threads. <laughs> I know Tim said this, but I think. Right. But I'm observing. I'm going, hold on a second. There was nothing that was done by chance in that episode. No, no. There is no way. So now that I've rewatched it, and I go, hold on. She told AJ that they were going to Holston's, and then she tells Tony that the consensus. It could have been a coincidence, but then how would members only? And then you go, well, then why would she have Tony killed in front of, you know, the family? That's, That's very aggressive. That's, yeah. That's gangster. But I'm just making the observation, and maybe it was just a, maybe, maybe there was a little improv. I don't know if David Chase would have allowed for that. Jackson, the floor is yours. Wow. And enough of Nick Sirianni for the day. Yeah, I'm going to lay off Sirianni after this. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say that this is just another example of David Chase's genius of not showing what happens and cutting to black because it allows for conversations 20 We'll never know the answer. 20 years later, like this. Where we, I think, I think the common con, uh, common consensus, if we're talking consensus, is that Tony does perish moments after the cuts to black, or that cut to black is the exact moment he gets killed. I think the consensus is that's what happened. Whether that's the truth or not, we don't know because our hands weren't held through it, and we're allowed to be adults and use our brains to figure out what we think happens. Case in point, this conversation. I totally agree. There is no way Chase would have had an accident in that. Whereas, like, oh, uh, you know, Edie Falco misread it and said the wrong line, but the take worked, so he used it. Uh-uh. That's not how David Chase works, especially on the finale of his masterwork. It's the second to last scene. It's, yeah, there's, it's the penultimate scene, yeah. That's I, I believe really, that, I see. That's, that's the difference between Ledoux and yeah. South City right there. The episode's called Made in America, if I'm not mistaken. Right. right? Yeah. It is. There is no way that he would have had a mistake like that just sitting in there, especially leading up to the culmination of all these years of television. There's no way that there would have been a mistake that leads. I think kind of what David Chase was going for was there were multiple options on who or what or why Tony was killed. And conversations like this are the perfect byproduct of it. And I think maybe what you just said, which is very intuitive, is just like a, like a breadcrumb. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe it was Carmela. You lay out the case. Now we have had conversations where Carmela is very concerned about what's going to happen money-wise if Tony is to perish. Right, but now she knows that she's good. Right, and also you have to remember the scene when she finds out, or when his Russian uh, whore Hua. calls the house and talks to AJ. I mean, there is that's, first of all, just some of the best acting you'll ever see between Edie Falco and James Gandolfini when she's screaming at him, and she's like, I don't want you to touch me, I don't even want to look at me. It's just incredible. Wounds like that aren't just healed, and their their reconciliation was kind of fueled by Tony's uh, Tony getting shot by Corrado, and you know maybe maybe it wasn't you know maybe she still is is hurting from that. And I mean, when Tony gets better, it's not like he changes his act; he's the same old Tony. So I mean, you lay out a hell of a case. I I want to make it clear. I know you're saying that, and you're you're, but I'm just like. I never had noticed that before. So then I type it in a search engine, and it's been asked 
by a hand. I mean, like there's a couple of threads yeah. about it, you know, from various places, but not like this, you know, th it isn't the same kind of discussion that everybody has and has had regarding the end. Was he killed? Was he not? It isn't that. It's like, I wonder if Carmella, when you think about it, you know, and then they make the observation on the, we're going to Holston's, yeah. well, the consensus is, I mean, you're really like. You're presenting a theory. Because it's not like it was just Carmella there, you know? Oh, yeah. The whole, family. the whole family's there. So, I mean, you're going really That's yeah, to, yeah. to have, like, the family there. Now, Meadow was not in the restaurant. She was parallel parking. Yes. She was running in. And if you recall, for those of you who were watching it live, and I know you weren't, Jackson, but when you're watching that, the you're on the edge. I mean, I can't. For you loving this kind of stuff, it's a shame that you didn't get to experience I know, that. It was ruined for me. Because when you're watching it, like that car that they have right behind Meadow as she's crossing the street, like the like that you had in May of 2007, you know, then the door opens and then the music stops and it goes to black. I mean, holy shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's been 10 seconds like that in you know, not live sports or live shows. Right. I mean, it's got to be up there. Oh. And I think it's more appreciated now by more people. I mean, I appreciate it. I don't know if other people do, but I think more people do now than in the moment. The moment people were furious and everybody was talking about it. Um, so I'm just, it, that's, that's what I got for you. Just do with it what you will. So, I mean, you have to think of other people who had motive to kill Tony. Obviously, Phil Leotardo and Tony were going to war, but Philly is dead at that point. His head gets popped like a watermelon inside of a gas station. If you're working for Philly and you know that he's gone, you're not going to take on the risk. I mean, just presenting another theory, you're probably not going to take on the risk of killing a Don in front of his family in a public restaurant like that when you're no longer serving anybody, really. And they'd already agreed to kind of lay down arms, you know, the, there was that meeting in the cold. Well, the thought process of the members only guy is a relative of the guy that was killed wearing, who wore the members only jacket. Right. And that very well could be the case. But again, these are, I mean, you're taking a massive risk, not only killing a Don, but killing somebody in a public place like that in front of their family. That's, that's front page. But we do know that happened, I guess, as much as we can know on a right. television. Totally. Totally. And, but that's, that means someone as sir, I would assume is serving Either someone is after pure vengeance and doesn't care about the outcome afterwards, or they're serving someone who is paying them a, a ridiculous amount of money because the risk they're taking on. Carmelo would fall into option B, and the family member of the members-only jacket guy would fall into option A. Both are very real. But again, I want to reemphasize, this is the genius of having nuance in your show and not holding people's hands through it and having some, you know, I don't know. You tell them what do you think happened, allowing yourself to kind of tell the end of the story, what your head goes through, and not here's James Gandolfini's head in the onion rings. Right, right, you know, right. It's, that's the genius of it. So I love that these conversations can happen because he was so bold to take a chance like that. Because like you said, at the moment, to cut to black on a world-class television show like that everybody's watching, Super Bowl numbers on who's watching, so bold. And, you know, now as we look 20 years later, just incredible like when they when he sits down in holston's and i'm just like i feel like i'm like walking into a museum and i'm like oh fuck yeah. this is just so but now in 2007 though i sure as hell didn't feel that way right because the last camera shot's him looking up at the door right, right. the door that's bell correct. goes and he looks up and then black right oh man I, I read one of the theories when i typed this into a search engine was that aj was the one who got whacked and 
they show a black guy, two black guys walking in. There's a bunch of different like care. There's Cub Scouts or Boy yeah. Scouts, and there's a, lot a of guy. Red in, in the, right, yeah. was the guy that when they opened up the when he opened up the door when he, AJ was hanging out with the young kids at whatever school that oh, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that was that guy. I don't. I don't. It didn't look like him. I that guy was it. from Somalia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy that. Um, but the, he was one of the guy. This guy who wrote it was like the, the, the. And he brought up the Holstons. You know, the consensuses, and then Carmela telling AJ, "Hey, Jackson, I don't know. I knew this would activate you." Yeah. And I go, "We got a QFTA. I'm on a short clock." I love this shit. I mean, this is what I live for. This is what I love to talk about because I think it's so cool and i just think yeah that's a that's a really interesting i literally i had never heard of that i had never even thought i had i had neither so it wasn't even something i was looking for i just noticed it right you right. know because the show has so many highs like so many highs and like the way it finishes such a perfect i think it's so hard to land the plane on shows like that's why i was nervous about succession i thought they did a great job yeah. the plane but when you have all this build up to like one that's why game of thrones i think never could have ever succeeded because it's first of all, you're getting away from the source material, which is never a good idea. Always stick to the person who wrote the source material. But also, like, and that's not always the case, so I shouldn't say that. But like, I feel like so often, like, it's leading up to this huge culmination. It's just not going to deliver for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You invested so much time into this, it's going to not live up, especially something like that. But Sopranos does it so perfectly because it like is a show based on nuance and gangster movies in general. The better ones feature a lot of nuance where a lot of isn't said, but you can see based on facial expressions or vocal tones, how people are feeling. And to finish like that, going back with the Bobby thing on the boat where they talk about, do you think it just goes black? I mean, yeah. it's, 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 you stop hearing stuff. It's like perfect. Like yeah. such a perfect ending to, in my opinion, what's the greatest television show ever made. And, and for the record on that with the Bobby Bacalara, because that, that's been used as like, he doesn't say it goes to black. I'm not. You're not the first person to say that. He posed so, the question, right? Doesn't say anything about going to black. Mm. Says you probably don't even hear it. Right. Right. That's that's what something along those lines. Right. You probably don't even hear it. And the music cutting out or, would would be yeah would be that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Um, there it is. Do with it what you want. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, we have, I think I said, uh, we have experienced a great uptick in the number of QFTA emails with doing the daily QFTAs. So we are loaded for bear, but I knew that I had to leave at, uh, by 1240 today. So I couldn't go into those. So I'm like, oh, let me ask Jackson. I know this is going to, it's like if you came in and said, hey, I noticed Ella Reese was working with Theora Baird and Abigail Mack this weekend. Yeah. And I go, whoa, that's enough. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <it's> turn <laughs> the mics on. <laughs> Let's go. So I figured this would activate yeah, you. you uh, we'll have more time for QFTA at the very least Thursday, but we'll try to do it again. I have a sound story tomorrow at 1130, but we'll try. We'll get, we're on a mission here. Oh, yeah. At the very least through January. But then you go out of town at the end of January. Yeah, February 1st. And I'm out of town for like eight days in February. Birthday gala. Well, we're giving people... Plenty of content. Up but maybe I'll do point. it when I'm out of the country. Oh, wow. You know? Well, international International QFTA. QFTA. Wow. wow. Yeah. Do you think like uh, some sort of federation would get involved at that oh, point? I would think so. Yeah. A convention or something? Yeah, well, United Nations. Right. 
Well, they'll just pipe it in to the right. U.S. in multiple languages. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sponsors, Longo Big, sponsor of the studios, online at longobigs.com. The great James Carlton, who was in studio, went on a heater in Las Vegas, carltoninsurance.net. Seth Goldcamp, Design Air, heating and cooling online at designairservice.com. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, and Ryan Seiberg at Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, stlouisacura.com, and altontoyota.com, and the great Mark Hanna at evergreenstl.com, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from the Longo Big Studios.